Oh, you're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Fact. Hello, and welcome to an all-new Totally Buzz UK podcast. The podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with totallybuzz.co.uk. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm joined by Snivelly McGee. It's Kaylee. And I'm actually here in person. Sorry, I was waiting for you to do the hello, and you just went, hello. <laughs> when I'm live, I have to, you know... It's my secret shame that I do that. So I have to keep it, you know, just contained, just enough. That it's still a hello. But obviously, you looking at me put me off. I'm glad that I have that effect on you. Excellent. You really get weird and wonderful in person for the first time in 2024. I am indeed. I was going to say, we've done this live before, but I'm ready this year. <laughs> right, yeah. But there's also some new interesting things with video podcasts that we'll be doing this year. Oh. So I, I've been... Stay tuned for that. I've been researching and learning and oh. adapting oh. while you've been sleeping and sneezing <laughs> and sniffling do you know what this feels like this feels like you know like that episode of friends where um it's monica's wedding and then chandler's like i've been secretly learning to dance for six weeks and then like he gets his new shoes on and he's like sliding all over the place <laughs> he's like these bloody shoes i didn't appreciate the lack of confidence you have in me but i will say i didn't appreciate you did acknowledge the fact that i'm like while you've been sleeping this is what i've been doing i mean you've done weirder things while i've been sleeping let's be honest Right, we're going to move on now to story <laughs> to story one. So, Kaylee, have you ever seen the movie The Parent Trap? I have indeed. So, do you believe it's a realistic movie that tells a feel-good story of a realistic thing that could happen? Bear in mind that you uh, have you come from. A, I was going to say you come from a broken home. It's not how I want to word it. Your parents are divorced, so I was like, you technically could have done The Parent Trap when you were younger. I wouldn't have wanted to. I was quite happy my parents got divorced. Why is it? Is it an actual real life thing? Why have you said that like this has been queued up and scripted? Why? Why, yes, Kaylee! Because story one is sort of about a parent trap. They're comparing it to the parent trap, but it's sort of not the same. Because I feel like in the parent trap, they were twins from people and they didn't know. Or is that a different movie? Have I got my movies confused? So they were twins. So they were twins. <laughs> and then they were separated at birth. One went with the dad, one went with the mum, and they never met each other. Yeah, but the mum and dad sort of like have had a relationship and knew. No. Oh, is it adopt? That's what I'm saying. That's the... This is why this is different. No, they... So they did have a relationship, and then she had the babies, and then they like decided they didn't want to be together, and one of them lived in America, one of them lived in the UK. Okay, well that's all I needed to know, just double check, because I honestly thought it was a sister-sister-like scenario, that's where I've got confused, because in sister-sister, they find each other and they're twins, but they've been put up for adopting, hence why one is with one female right, and okay. one is with the dad and then they bump into each other in a store and they're like you've got my face that's the pilot episode yeah. it's just, but uh, that's where i've confused because you know what i mean because that that means them two had never had a relationship but these people in the parent trap movie had a relationship before and this is right so this is kind of similar so story one is from the inside edition that i read basically an ohio couple was saying i do for the second time in 26 years which given how many people renew their vows i'm looking at your face you're like that's just normal news yes totally my parents have done that <laughs> right that's breaking news because I don't think they have. But anyway, basically their daughters, you know, sisters could never imagine that basically their parents separated 10 years ago. Kind of like the parent trap movie is what they're saying. And like they said, they explained in the article, you know, you always dream of your parents get back together. As parents who didn't split up, I, I, I've never had this dream. But I'm assuming that's a dream for a lot of people. Apart from you, though, who's looking at me like your parents getting back together was a nightmare. Well, they just were very different people. I don't even know why they got together to begin with, to be honest. But I mean, it was for the better. I think it was it was a good thing that they separated. I don't hate either of them. It was just they weren't right for each other. So it's a good thing. 
Okay, but these are people that their parents, they, they feel like their parents are destined to still be together, be that happy family, that ideal thing. Anyway, it came true for two people because the daughters explained that you can see why this happened because when I give you why it happened, in 2020, Scott joined Julie's isolation bubble, so they're bubble, so they're the two people, and the mother and father's relationship began to change. They said they started noticing how they were laughing a lot more while they were, you know, in isolation together. And they said that they basically, the daughters went up to them and said, like, okay, guys, you have feelings each other, figure it out. And they did. So Scott proposed to Julie again and, you know, they got married now with the daughters by their side. And nothing yeah. like a bit of uh, isolation to really, you know, get you together. I was going to say it's that end of the world. You know, you know that phrase, where you're like, if you were the last person on earth. Yeah. And this is the idea that in COVID that, that some people had that, like the world's ended or that. Maybe they were like, you might be the last person. Repopulate the world. <laughs> Let's go! LFG! No, don't do that. They do explain that it's kind of cute because the, uh, you know, the woman who got married again said, when I was younger, I didn't understand what a soulmate was, but standing there looking at him, I knew my soulmate was looking back at me. Kaylee's putting her face like I'm just shatting her cornflakes. Do you not believe in soulmates and that? Or you, look, you're looking at this. This is very sweet. No, I do believe in soulmates. It's just that when people like openly say it, it's a bit cringe. Okay, so let's say you're standing opposite someone. Obviously, you're looking at me right now, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> your face like, please don't do this. But if you say you're confident that you think they're your soulmate, but they say it out loud to you, do you instantly go, well, that's not my soulmate because I've just got the ear? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, it's all right if your partner does it, but if you're, like, openly saying it to other people, like, oh, he's my soulmate, it's a bit like... Okay, so here's what we got from you. You basically want your soulmate in private. <laughs> okay, basically. Kaylee's got many soulmates on the side. This is where it's going to come out. She's like the Tinder swindler of soulmates. All these guys going to Netflix I'm going... The soulmate swindler. The soulmate swindler. You can't even come up with original... Keep an eye on this story, maybe developing here. But yeah, what do you make of this? You reckon, you know, really sweet, really happy? Do you think it's weird? Because I was like, it, it does feel weird when they word it like, it's the parent trap come alive. But I wonder how many people actually... Without being too crude, it's a bit like, oh, we're in isolation, there's nothing else to bang. And then I feel like that's what it probably started out as. It was like, oh, I'm just going to like be nice to them so I can have a bit of sex. And then they probably like, actually, I remember why I married you the first time. And then that was that. The way you worded that at the end, I was like, Jesus Christ, just undermined their love story. But then when you said, I remember why you married, you made it sound like they remembered, oh, yeah, you are good at this. <laughs> That's what you've made that sound. I think it's a beautiful love story. But um, yeah, they're waiting to the spring for their second honeymoon. But I was, do you reckon this is common though? Or you, if, this, if isolation didn't happen, do you reckon this is actually common? Or do you reckon this happened more because of COVID and isolation and stuff like that? So it's more of a parent traps all over the shop. I don't think they would have gotten back together if it hadn't happened. But now we're going to go into destiny and fate and that it was destined to happen because obviously... Mm, coincidence. I can't even spit. I can't even spin it into a nice destiny angle. You're just really like it's one of those things. It's like there's a whole theory about it. I think it's like the uh, damsel in distress theory. It's basically like is it damsel in distress or it's like something to do? So it's like you know, like Beauty and the Beast. So it's like she was forced to love him. Isn't that Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, sort of. Like I mean, you know, there's several stories out there. It's like the film Passengers. Like I love that film. But at the end of the day, he woke her up to be with her. If he hadn't woken her up, they wouldn't have been together. So you're saying it's you less believe in destiny and more in someone's actions. Yeah. 
It's kind of like when you say people got... I, sh- I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like, you know, he caused the pandemic for them to be stuck together. <laughs> but I'm saying if two people are stuck in that situation, they might develop feelings over time because there's no one else. I guess. But then it also you could argue that you wouldn't develop feelings with just anyone. It's just you need the opportunity to spend that time with them and get your things in order. Because people say they're too busy for love these days. That was a survey I saw once. But you can't really be busy if you're stuck in a pandemic. <laughs> I'm saying, but if, if the argument is really that, yes, it might have happened because of that, but really all they needed was an opportunity. It could have been anything. It could have been a flood. It could have been her pipes burst and she needed somewhere to stay. That's not <laughs> that's not a euphemism. But you get my point. People argue that because people don't stop and smell the roses anymore because they're kindly, like, busy. Um, what is it? The, what is it? The, 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 I was going to say the people say that it's generally a cringe community where they're like, rise and grind. You, you know, well, you've been having your morning coffee. I've already done 17 reps in the gym. Shut up, Squiggy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sort of energy. Should we move on to story two, though? Because this is promised to be weirder. Okay. So weirder, it's extraterrestrial. So, so this has actually been a viral video. It's been going, but I'll explain it. Basically, in Brazil, on a cliff edge, there looks to be two, I'm going to say figures, moving up and down the mountaintops. And basically, it's being reported that people believe it's aliens potentially two 10 foot tall aliens an eyewitness who saw the video this is quoted by the independent said she was hiking with family members where they came across mysterious figures standing on the brazilian island of isla do mel which apparently is off the coast of brazil so it's a little bit out the way quite steep hard to get she said it wasn't possible to reach the hilltop when where they were or communicate with them so she's saying that it's unusual that people would be up there especially in the video that they're moving up and down quite quickly so it's like how are you doing that on such rough terrain so basically due to this and also she said it looked like they were quick and 10 foot too i don't know how you could t- tell what someone's height is from a distance but that's a debatable thing but they were now saying maybe allegations that there are aliens amongst us kaylee it's 2024 are we alone no more <laughs> i mean i've seen people about and i think i always say like this saying they always look like they're trying to be human but they can't quite get there so like i've seen people out and about and like talking and stuff and you're just like how are you a human being like this is just weird i don't know it's like the other day i saw this girl walking down the street and she was like moving her arms like she was marching but her legs weren't doing the same thing and it was just like this is really weird i don't know it was an odd thing Maybe I'm just too critical of people. What I was going to say was, though, is obviously you think about things like this, right? So in places like China and stuff, a lot of people are quite short. So if you see somebody who is tall, it's quite a shocking thing. You get what I'm saying? I don't actually know what the average height of Brazil is, but I obviously, football's quite big in Brazil. So all the famous Brazilians I can think of are footballers and they're all good heights that sounds a bit weird like i'm there going you're a good height you can come play for my team but i'm thinking like i know joel in at newcastle he's like the i would say the bruiser of the team so he's like six foot something so it's not like a like you know when you're saying like known for being it sounds like i'm saying they're known for being short but they brazil people they're potentially very tall and average height like the rest of the world but i don't know i just i guess 10 foot tall might be like they don't want to sound ridiculous and say 20 foot tall or something. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, they've gone 10 foot because they're like, well, I could definitely tell it's taller than your average human, but I'm still far away. Because that's what I can't get in my head, that they're far, they're far away looking at these figures moving. And they're like, oh, they're about 10 foot tall. Because I don't think I can tell someone's height when I'm close to them, let alone... Because perspective, isn't it? Someone's further away, they're going to look smaller. So I'm guessing they're arguing that they don't look smaller far 
I don't, it's a weird one to presume. Yeah, but then it's like I've argued before, like my first boyfriend was six foot seven. He was tall, really tall. And, you know, as you said, from far away, that could look like 10 foot. But what I was going to argue as well is like a lot of taller people, because you were saying that in the clip, like they're moving quite quickly for rough terrain. Well, taller people have got a bigger leg span. They're going to move quicker. Aren't they? It's got the idea that you're imagining all these taller people with their big tree trunks legs. We need to get Squiggy on and he's over six foot. How's your tree trunks legs treating you? Run up that hill. Yeah, but what is, like, I could walk up a, you know, rough terrain and so could Squiggy. He'd probably be way in front of me because he's got the larger legs, man. I kind of get what you mean. But also then it's like the termination. They could, I don't know what they would do. Obviously, it's a bit weird because the mystery here is what were they doing on a mysterious side. The mysterious side makes it sound like they were in Scooby-Doo. But this, like, it doesn't seem like an island has a lot going on, but on the basis that they're saying the terrain's unclimbable, that. So I guess it's why were they there is the other question you got to bring into it. It's a weird place to be. I'd probably also argue that that if somebody was pretending to be an alien, if they've got like a, a fake like head on or whatever, it's going to make them look taller. They might have put on, you know, something to make them look bigger, you know, like stilts or whatever. But then even then, if it's rough terrain, that's going to be hard to do. I know we're over the Christmas period and we're into the new year. We're halfway through January. People are a bit, but you just made me think that they're wearing one of those reindeer outfits. You know, the one with the head's extended. So the head is where the throat is, but like the head's on top. I'm like, that's how you get 10 foot. They're dressed as reindeer running up and down the Brazilian mountains. But yeah, um, we've spoken about aliens before and I feel like you're sceptic more than you are an automatic... You don't believe we're alone, but you don't believe... I don't think you've been convinced by any proof of these weird videos that you've seen so far. You believe there must be aliens, but not that you've been proven. I think that if there are aliens, that they don't look like how we think aliens look, if that makes sense. Like, we've been programmed to believe that they, you know, have big heads and big eyes and... They're green or white or whatever, and they've got gang and they've got gangly limbs and really long fingers and what have you. And it's just, I think that's just something we've all fantasised, and so that's what we sort of go, oh, that's what an alien looks like. But how I think of it more as like Men in Black, like there's people among us that just are a bit strange, and they're probably not from this world. But I, I just think there's 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 beings among us that are here to like see how things are going and. What have you? See, all right, not to go all that thing. You got them as down as little scouts, little troopers. They're yeah. scouting out what's going on down here, and they're reporting back to their overlords. I don't know. To be fair, I, I, I do get the idea that maybe aliens are just humans. We think they're human, but they're alien, and going down that Doctor Who route that the doc, the Doctor looks like a human. That's the whole point. But I don't know. I don't. I. I honestly don't get anything from this video because as we discussed, watch it again and again, they say two figures. One of them does look like a woman using binoculars to look out. So it's kind of like, that woman just looks like a ponytailed woman using binoculars. I don't find anything weird about that because she's probably like, how the fuck did I get up here? What a view! Also, I like the idea that in the video um, where the alien's walking and stuff, it's kind of like, he's crashed his ship and he's like, for fuck's sake, now I've got to walk on this stupid fucking planet. You know, like, and he's just like, sort of flailing his arms about, like, he's just annoyed. He's having an angry walk. Because um, he's got to walk the long way around to get, you know, supplies or get a lift from his friend or something. You know, it just it's quite comical in that sense. You know, what I also did appreciate and we've spoken about this reference before and you've used it against me now. But um, in one of the videos, like obviously someone else captioned the video and went through it, broken down. There's about I probably think there's about 20 odd YouTube videos with this footage already with circles and that and overanalyzing it. That there was one where it said they were uh, waving their arms back and forward while they walk, which was human like, but it was like too much. Kaylee will tell you that I uh, 
I walk with my arms. That sounds weird. But I, I do swing my arms a lot to the point where I'm now concerned that if I was like in a weird place like that, they'd be like, alien sighted. Look at that arm swing. Look at her go. Which also reminds me of a viral clip. And if people know wrestling, then they know who I'm referring to. Of Cody Rhodes, who people think look, when he did his like fake little march run, looked like a little GTA character that broken and locked. And that's, that's literally what I was comparing Laura to the other day. I was like, you walk like a GTA character. She looks like really thuggy. <laughs> without intentionally trying to be so but also i was sort of discussing this with laura earlier a lot of phones nowadays not all but a lot of them you can zoom into the moon and actually see the craters and everything on the moon like the detail right so how in 2024 i was going to say 2023 but we're not we're in 2024 uh how in 2024 are we still getting this grainy awful footage like i get like they're in brazil they might not have same sort of things as us they but quite a far country. oh okay well still not really an excuse to have grainy footage i think it's just like the whole bigfoot thing like if you're gonna capture this footage like have a decent camera come on like i think the fact that it's grainy is just the fact that like we can't really debunk it yeah no i get that i think it's the fact they've saying they're zoomed in but obviously because they're saying the mountain um, mountain place is hard to get to and they say they were just hiking i don't know the distance so it's one of those things even on your yeah, iphone gopro no, but I get how far they zoomed in. Is that like a 48 time zoom that it's enhanced to be a video? You see what I mean? Like, are they really like... Because obviously I, there's limits to how you zoom in on videos, right? On an iPhone, I feel like this is a thing that they can't zoom in too much on videos when they're moving. But you can basically do it, then zoom in, then crop it, then cut it down. And I wonder if that's what happened to make the quality a little bit. Because they're like, try, yeah. I think it's all a bit too convenient, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, until there's a, like an alien in front of me, could be Kaylee. Give it how much mucus she's uh, getting through on this podcast. But uh, yeah. Anyway, should we go to story three? Let's, yes. Yes. Oh. Anyway, this was on WXYZ. And um, so the headline got me because a man has su- sues dozens over Facebook dating groups, negative reviews of him. And I was like, what's going on? So, like, this is basically how people say. Um, someone said it sounds like a plot of a rom-com. They explained because basically, like, you know, like the whole, there's like Facebook groups that are entitled stuff like, are we dating the same guy? And you always see it on TikTok and stuff like that. But when it comes to one particular same guy, the narrative went too far because he's now apparently filed, allegedly filed a 75 grand lawsuit about it. This Chicago guy, because he alleges that there's been negative dating reviews posted about him in the city subgroup on Facebook, which has more than 80,000 members. So there's a lot of people in, you know, the Chicago group. It's ruined his reputation, and he believes he's been... Um, def- he believes it's defamation, doxing, he's got emotional distress. I mean, if someone's... 80,000 people are slagging you off, Kaylee, I think you could argue emotional distress. Right? Be a little bit stressed. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that all 80,000 people are there like, yeah, you get them, girls! Mm-mm. But you get the vibe. But anyway, the suit names nearly 30 women, including the group's moderator and one woman's male relative, you know, so basically anyone that's in charge of this group, saying that he thinks his character's been assassinated. And he's got, like, alleged that one defendant had gone on a few dates with earlier in the year, posted a photo to the page along with false and defamatory statements about it, then deleted it, reposted it anonymously after he reached out to her because he saw it and was like, nah. Yeah, like, um, so and they've screenshotted in there saying, you know, with the messages that they put up that she put up again anonymously and it's like something basically saying that he's clingy he's very fast he kept talking about how she didn't want to see his bad side um and texted her on a different phone once she blocked the number another one said oh yeah i know him he ghosted me standard like dating faux pas red flag you know like nothing like 
crazy. But yeah, he said he reached out to get the post to move and they didn't. So now he's, you know, taking it legally. But yeah, Kaylee, what do you make about this? Like a group all discussing potentially? Because I think it's the argument if it's true and it's just their opinion of him. I don't think it's suable. I just just want to put out there, don't be a fuckboy. <laughs> See, Kaylee's one statement. But he's not actually being, a, like, it's just people's dating experience. That, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go through all the comments and alleged or whatever. It's just, there's probably, because they said he's suing 30. So I assume there's more than just, you know, those two women. But there's not there saying, like, he cheated on me and left me with a, that is just, like, the ghosting things, I think, is a standard experience for anyone. Basically, he's just been outed as a really terrible dater. I mean, yeah, so I, I guess... But then I'm also like, how has that ruined your reputation? Also, if, if 80,000 people, I'm sure Chicago is bigger than that, so I'm sure there's people that don't know, so... I guess all, every member of your friends and family are in this group and they're like, that's my boy. <laughs> like, that's ruined his reputation. But you see what, I, I don't see how it would do that much damage, but maybe I'm underestimating 80, that... 80,000 people, Laura. Yeah, but how many people... Oh, this is going to sound big, but Facebook groups, out of all the people active, how many people actually pay attention? I mean, it depends how good the post is. I mean, sometimes I click on mine, I just have a quick scroll and what have you, but... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of feel sorry for the guy, but then it's like, how many dates have you been on? Like, wouldn't you just give up at some point? I'm sorry, are you saying he's now in the wrong for wanting love? You're like, just give up. Just stop him. If I had like 30 unsuccessful dates and I was ghosting all of them, I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with me? Wow, I mean... I don't, I'm now a bit worried about you, Kaylee. No, I, I don't think it's that. If also, this is, we had this conversation the other day, weirdly, about whether people conceive what's relationship. So he might have gone oh, on two dinner yeah. dates with someone and then not called them back because he's like, well, that didn't work out. Which is a bit rude, don't get me wrong. He could text going, had a lovely time, but I don't think we should have. Most men are, Kaylee. Most men are. Well, <laughs> no. Women can be cowards too, though. <laughs> <laughs> and so is it the cartoon... Is a dog something the cowardly dog? I feel that's a cartoon. Yes, it's um. It'll come to me anyway. Anyway, there's cowardly dogs out there too. Stay away from them dogs. But no, but you see what I mean. It might be that he's gone a couple of dates with people. He's just bad at going. I'm not interested. And they've gone. He's ghosted him and like made a big deal because they're hurt. You know, e- even if you don't like the person, egos get hurt. I find because you're like, no, I was going to reject them. Why are they rejecting me? Yeah. What's wrong with me? Yeah, this, this feels like a really weird story. It's, it's also about this going legal and lawsuits and stuff. It feels a bit... Yeah, you know you've been butthurt if you've got to go legal. But then again, arguing this, like, I mean, this is a completely different thing. But um, a couple of months ago, which Laura will probably laugh about as well, um, I got a ton of messages from people because there'd been this Instagram page that had been made of me. Like, it was a complete copy. They'd taken most of my pictures. And it was, like, basically, like, an OnlyFans thing. So it was like, oh, I've started an OnlyFans. Not me. Not at all. They use my name. They use my age, my photos, everything. And I reported it to Instagram. And I was like, this ain't me. And I was, like, telling everybody that sent me a message. I was like, just report the page. Block it. Whatever. And, like, Instagram were like, we we can't do anything. Like, we're going to leave it. And it was like, what the fuck? And, like... Even the people that I told to, like, report it, they just said to me, they said, oh, they're not going to do anything. And it's kind of like, they've stolen my identity for this. They've made me out to be a person that I'm not. And it's just, like, maybe, like, it makes you feel like, oh, I want to go legal, like, with this. I want to get some sort of compensation because it's wrong. But that's more, like, that's wrong identification. That's literally a crime of stealing. But it's impersonation as well. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) 
but it I've, it's an hard hard one because it, it kind of will get to a point. So let's say I don't. It's because you're the co-host. We're you, Squiggy, because he's not here. Let's say Squiggy, lovely upstanding guys, ladies, still single. Hit him up at Squiggy Place. Um, let's say that he had a bad experience on a date with someone or he was just not his best self, he was a bit rude, he was a bit short, and the person interpreted that as like, what a dickhead, and went online, yeah? yeah. But she was a dick. he might have been a dickhead, he might not have meant to be a dickhead, but he still was, and that's her experience and opinion. She should be allowed to say that. I mean, it's a bit different if she then put at the end of the message going, this guy was a dickhead, let's all get him. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a different yeah. level. If she, if she just openly goes and says out loud, this guy was a dickhead to me... That not be allowed just to be her opinion, or is everyone gonna go? Well, I, I find that unfair. Here's why I'm not a dickhead. See, I'd probably just argue that personally, I don't post my private life online. Like, I if I had a terrible day, I tell my mum, I tell my friend. I wouldn't like post it online. I wouldn't be like my best friend. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Friend, I was like, You're popular yeah, but like, I, I, wow, I still wouldn't go spreading it around my friend group. I just think a lot of people love a bit of drama. I'm That's the problem. Like, I can't stand drama. Like, I hate it. This is why I don't watch a lot of reality shows because it just winds me up. It's like Made in Chelsea, like things like that. I just like, what's the point? It's just pathetic, right? So, I'm just arguing that if it was me personally. If I had a bad day, I had a bad day. I'd just tell my mum about it. I wouldn't necessarily post it online because I think, like, who cares? I mean, obviously people care, but, like, these are complete strangers. They have an outside opinion. They're not seeing both sides of that story. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess it's the idea that girls have to look out for other girls from, like, fuckboys and that. But once again, that's not, like the, that's not what we're reading there. We're just reading... I don't agree with you. What? Girls have got to look out for other girls. No, but I meant that I don't. I don't, I don't care. But I meant, like, that's the idea that someone would have putting it up. That's the context in which they put it up. If someone's like, you shouldn't date this man because he's, you know, a fuckboy. That, that's the post I've seen and that's the argument I've seen for them people putting it up. That's what I meant. I'm not saying that's like a rule. It's not bro code. But then you could also argue if it was on the other foot, if it was a girl that had been posted. Like, so a guy yeah, posted a girl and said, oh, this girl's really awful, blah, blah, blah. Would it have the same reaction? Probably not. But then I guess the only reason I think you should, let's say crime was involved. Don't date this guy. He stole my wallet. No, but that's what I'm saying. That That's like the thing. But I didn't find it interesting you reference Made in Chelsea because generally Made in Chelsea, they all date within their little circle, yeah. which would ironically maybe be the shirt circle of 80,000 people in Chicago. So technically what's happening is just reality TV on Facebook. You don't see the people in Made in Chelsea when they're villainized. You know what they do? They turn it into a money-making opportunity to be the bad boy. <laughs> and sell shit to you but uh yeah should we uh go to the ad breaks and then you can come back with a tiktok spotlight it's time to squash the beef and settle the debate football beef that is from debating whether david beckham is overrated to deciding whether roberto Firmino really is a formidable premier league striker we're grounding out that 100 percent beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football Beef has all the sizzle sizzle, so subscribe now. Back from the ad break, it's that time, it's that time. It's time to get live with a TikTok spotlight. Kaylee. So this week I've picked a TikTok, which I think everybody can sort of relate to. Probably not even relate to it. Depends if you've you've recently seen the new film Saltburn. <laughs> um, so I've seen it. 
Um, I won't give too much away. There is a lot of sort of like what the fuck moments in it. Uh, not gonna lie, it's a decent film though. I would give it a watch. Um, but it's one of those films where you watch it and then you leave it alone for like five years and then you can watch it again, sort of thing. Like you've got to give it a good wide berth before you like go and watch it again. Because like I said, there is a lot of what the fuck moments in it. Quite psychologically, like oh my god, did not see that coming. But anyway, so there's a scene at the end of this movie, and I think it's going to be one of those scenes that is very iconic. You know, it's a bit like, compare it to the uh, Prime Minister dancing in Love Actually, where he's like, do, 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 do. Right, so it's like that, but instead of Hugh Grant being the, pr- uh, the president, <laughs> the Prime Minister, and being fully clothed, it's just a posh boy. Well, he's not even a posh boy, but a guy, nude dancing around this mansion or this estate and uh he's dancing to the song murder on the dance floor i can't remember who the song's by sophia Sophia spexter and he's basically dancing around this mansion naked um celebrating whatever he's done in this film anyway long story short i found a tiktok where a indian restaurant i think it's in bristol Sorry. Uh, There's an Indian restaurant in Bristol that has cleverly done a little music video in the same sort of style. Obviously not nude, but (laughs) but uh, they're advertising their Indian restaurant in a very clever way with the with the song. But they've obviously changed the lyrics, but it's just very cleverly done. And I just thought it was uh, a great way to advertise. Like even people in the comments like, oh, I really want to travel there now and go for a curry. And they're in the comments like, yeah, I think you should. (laughs) But if you get a chance, check it out. I just think it's very clever, cleverly done. It's a bit, you know, upbeat, get you uh, ready for your working week. So if you fancy a curry, pop down to Bristol. Yeah, I've never been to Bristol, but maybe. I don't like curries either, so I really feel like this is... But I, I, did, I did find it entertaining. I find there's probably a load of them out there now, parody songs. This song has exploded, which also, um, I mean, the fact you said you didn't really know who it was... I mean, I mean, I'm not good with artists. So. No, so I know that's why, but I'm like, the amount of people that are like discovered the song for the first time did make me feel old because it's doing really well on the charts and stuff now in the what UK. Say about the well, I mean, the other day I did see Ariana Grande dropped her new song and then I saw that it was struggling to overtake streams on Spotify. Sophie Ellis Bexler, because this song has got like. Because this, this song was probably played at discos at primary school like for all of our generation and now it's sort of like come back it's had like a, a reboot a renaissance yes i feel like that's the word you wanted but you no it wasn't even oh. that word uh... revival i knew there was an r word and i could see your lips going darling it's happy no but i like the fact that it's also you know it's a banger of a tune and also i do think some of our other songs are pretty decent and so she deserves a lot listen to her back corner because I know there's a song that you got me on disco something's got the word disco in it she doesn't like disco tracks you made me listen to it on the way to Newcastle and it's completely out of my head what it is but I mean I'm like I can't even it's just a it's a funky tune with the same sort of energy but she's a but yeah I think it's a cool song yeah but anyway we've been the Tony Buzz UK podcast Dog the Cowardly Dog. Dog the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> do tweet us on X or X us on X at Tony Buzz UK. Hit like, follow, five stars, subscribe. Happy New Year. Still, it's a little bit late for that, but I just wanted to say it because I still like a lot first live podcast and we're, we're vibing. Happy belated New Year. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co. 